broadcasting live. This is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, everyone out there in Radio Land. Welcome back to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister, and we are here broadcasting live once again in front of a live studio audience from the Cassidy Monte Cristo in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. And with me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Honest Abe. That, that's, good morning, everybody. That's two live remotes in the same week. Tell me about it. Tell you, are we working today? Are we up and running? I, oh, yeah, we're good. You guys have been, like, you know, running around like little rabbits. Uh... I couldn't get things. I couldn't get. I couldn't connect into the station. It kept refusing the connectivity. It was a whole thing. Are we working terrestrially or just uh, Facebook Live that's not on yet? Okay. Yes. It's, always, right. it's always a fun day yeah. when you're trying to do things from... A live remote broadcast. It's good. It's very good. AJ, gonna need some alcohol. <laughs> it, 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 it won't be that bad when we have the studio. Okay. You know, building a studio is not as easy as it. Uh, it's not building it. It's here's, finding the right venue and circumstance. Here's the thing, man. It's like every and it's awesome because we're like in different places every day and every other week and whatever. But it's like it's like setting up a new studio every single day. I know. When we do something. I know. And then I guess some of your staff. Did, did some switching around of Facebook accounts, and they didn't tell me. Oh. So I won't throw anybody under the bus, but oh. <coughs> it'll help. So, uh, <laughs> so we didn't have access to the KMA uh, page anymore on this computer or me personally. So we got to fix that. But thank you to AJ. AJ logged us in Good. under his personal account. Nice. So we're live. AJ Smokes, you want to get a little closer, buddy? I don't Tune in. Come on. Look at him over here. <laughs> All right. Well done. Share our live show. There you go. Oh, yes. It's going to be a fantastic show today. <laughs> double header. Yes. Double a header. double header. Brian Glenn of Cigar Obsession is going to be here as our guest today. And we're going to talk to him about everything going on with Cigar Obsession, his other passions, hobbies. You've got another uh, obsession. Uh, uh, two-wheel, so, obs- two-wheel obsession? Two-wheel obsession group. Um I tell you what, Brian Glenn, I first came across 2010. Uh, I think the first video I saw was he actually was probably one of the first guys who reviewed the uh, Anarchy. Yeah, that was 2010. The uh, Microblend project yeah. that uh, Pete Johnson had, had worked on. And um, I, I'm not even sure how he got it, whether he just ordered it or not, because I, mean, I hadn't met him. But that, that's the first time that I, I had actually seen him. And over the years, uh, we've actually... Done a lot of stuff together. It's kind of been fun, interesting. He's probably one of, uh, of my most favorite guys in the industry as far as what he does and his, his group and his reviews and his site. So it'll be great to have him on. And then if you guys are out there and enjoying the show, uh, I'm going to be on his show. He has a CO Live, which he normally does. I've been on his show, I think, twice, and it's normally on Thursday nights, like at 9 p.m. So, like, I'm driving back from Tampa, like, 11.30 in the morning. <laughs> but um, he's going to do a CO Live Live from here at the Casa de Monte Cristo in Boyden at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So 
if you haven't got enough, come back. And uh, he, instead of me interviewing him, he's going to be interviewing me. So it should be interesting. And after Abe a has a couple of Bloody Marys, uh, it'll be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Where can they tune into the show at? Two? I don't know. I was told. I was told uh, on the YouTube, YouTube on the CO uh, 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 CO. Is it your YouTube channel Cigar Obsession or is it CO Fans? Cigar obsession on, on YouTube, yes, I had to confirm with him. Actually, I, I've been told now by multiple people after uh, our uh, late night uncut uh-huh. episode, I shouldn't drink during the show. Oh, wait a second. I need who? Is your wife one of them? My wife is one of them. I love her. Well, I, well, I don't listen to her, so I just wrote it off when she said it. Right. But then I talked to Matt Briggs, and he kind of said the same thing. But then again, he's kind of like semi-feminine in my book anyway, so... I don't know if I should big, be more... Big uh, Matt? My, yeah, yeah. He, he, he said I shouldn't drink during the show. My fiance agrees and uh, second that motion. I, I well, completely... once again, it's three women, so I'm looking for somebody with a set of <laughs> testicles to let me know. I completely disagree, actually. I like... And, and I'm, I'm like usually the one that's usually in opposition I, I to you. I was going to say, there's a fourth woman now with an opposing view. <laughs> Every year we at KMA Talk Radio, we like to give wonderful things away. Our good friends over at Recluse have the Recluse Photo Caption Contest of the Week. Congratulations to Josh Lawton of Connecticut... He took home this week's five-pack of Recluse Cigars. If you'd like a five-pack of Recluse Cigars, head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Post your best caption of this week's photo of, well, somebody buying way too many bananas. And the guy's shocked face on it as he's looking at way too many bananas. real quick and a quick glance, I thought that was you in the photo. It kind of does look like him. It's you, like, right after your haircut. Um... But you, Adam just totally like trolled over my conversation because he wasn't interested. Well, but I wanted to keep going and keep the show going because it's, it's okay. already running behind. No, we're perfectly on time. Okay. Um, I, I want the guy, anybody who saw our show Wednesday night, if you're on Facebook Live, or just comment. Was Do you prefer I drink or not drink during the show? Why did they say you shouldn't drink? A lot of people are saying drink up. Thomas Fritz is saying drink up. Well, there you go. I mean, but but yeah, why yeah. did they, they say? Because you get loud and angry? Well, they thought I got loud. And I got, I'm like, I'm, really? Was I any more louder than normal? No. So I wasn't, right? No. Did you think my, my, my show was off because I drank? No. Okay. I like when you drink because then you walk around and you tell Adam and me, great job, guys. You never do that sober. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I'm, I, I, honestly, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, oh, he, he said it to you too, Adam. He said good day at work today, Adam. I mean, look, I, I, there's two types of people who usually drink. They, people get violent, people get loving. I'm, become, I'm a loving drunk. I get very, very loving and That happens with old age, I've heard. Drunk. No, I've kind of always been that way. It has that effect on me. I, you know, calms me down. Can we get Abe a drink now? Or right. I, Loyal fans <laughs> and listeners, don't forget, if you have a question, just put in the comments section, hashtag AskKMA with your question, and we'd be more than happy to answer. Yeah, we got some good comments. I thought the drinks flowed, and so did the conversation. So, drinking it is. Yeah, so, every, everybody's saying you were the same as always. Yeah, somebody bring me some Allison drink. says. <laughs> Show was great. Keep the drinks flowing for yep. Hector. All right. <laughs> That's, then we, drinking it is. See, Briggs, you're wrong again. We did. Uh, again. did again. we announce the Zycar? I have no, not. I, but, not oh, I was in the middle of doing it, but we had to get to back. Oh, to sorry. So I got it up now. I, I okay, you've got answer. it up now, yes. Every week, our good friends over at Zycar give away a fantastic Zycar prize. This week, you have the opportunity to win a Loom tabletop lighter in red. Congratulations to last week's winner, Larry Glass of Delray Beach, Florida. All you have to do is participate in this week's poll. Last week, we asked you, have the retailers taken the pumpkin spice too far with pumpkin-flavored beers, lattes, donuts, Oreos, and even potato chips? Uh, oh, wait. Add to that, I had uh, pumpkin spice-flavored Oreos. Did I put that in there? No, you did not. They were disgusting. Gross. That didn't even sound yeah, you did good. Yeah, yeah I broke my disgusting. diet for nothing. And I'm usually like a fan of any Oreo flavor. Yeah, they were great. It tastes like a candle. 
Ugh. Yeah. Tastes like a candle. Yep. That's a high-quality recommendation from Paul. <laughs> Just so you know, that poll is going up right after our show. Um, go to our Facebook page, the new KMA poll. Talk Radio. The new poll from Zycar will be up immediately after the show. Uh, 44% of you said, yes, I hate pumpkin spice. 23% of you said, I like this pumpkin, pumpkin spice lattes, but the rest is a bit too far. And 23% also of you said, do they serve pumpkin beer at the Whole Foods bar? Well, they only do, especially... Wow, that's pretty funny. Do they? And only 8% of you said, no, bring on the pumpkin, maybe toothpaste. So <laughs> only 8% of you are totally all in on the you pumpkin know, spice. You know, the fact that 44% and 23% think, they think that anything other than a latte is too much... That's a lot of people who don't really like it for everything to be pumpkin spice out in October, yeah. really. Like, everything is pumpkin spice. Well, I, I think we're not the key demographic for people that are into pumpkin spice. I'm into, uh, pump, I'm into pumpkin girls. spice. I drink a pumpkin spice latte, but that's about as far as I go. Myself. Once yeah. a year, I do, I do a Once pumpkin a spice yeah, latte. I, mean, yeah, you know, during that month, I actually think I saw pumpkin spice deodorant the other day when I was going through Publix. <laughs> huh. I, I'm not kidding. Nothing I, says I fall, didn't stop like, to read it, but it was an orange label. Spice. It was an orange label, yeah. so I don't know. It might have been pumpkin spice deodorant. Uh, new poll for this week. If push came to shove, would you pass an FBI background check that spans your entire life? Oh, God. I so don't think I would. Uh, no. Actually, I know that I wouldn't. One, yes, oh, I have so never done not. anything wrong. Two, yes, I've made some mistakes, but nothing that big. Three, maybe I have made some mistakes. Four, not a chance I have lots of skeletons in my closet. Yeah. Five, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Hey, hey, hey. So just head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page, cast your vote in this week's poll, and you can head home with a Zykar Red Alum lighter. Wouldn't you have to have a problem or a criminal record to not pass something like that? Well, no, okay, I don't not think, necessarily. I, I don't think that was the intention of the question. I think the intention of the question was like more like, hey, if you were like going for court, a Supreme Court, yeah. would you... you would know, you be nominated? Uh, if they would you my high school... Uh, Basically, every Last girl you talk to in high probably, school, you'd probably be, be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Every single person I interacted with in high school and college would probably have something that would be considered incriminating about me. I, I, yeah, I, I definitely, on, on multiple levels, would not get nominated or get put through. <laughs> no. Well, that's probably for the better, let's but, but be honest. Adam might. He actually drove in a presidential... Twice. He, he revealed yeah. two weeks ago, two times. Yeah, he's drove it in the presidential, uh, what do you call it? Motorcade. Motorcade. Yeah. I was going to say barricade. If you go into the military, you have to pass an FBI background check. And, uh, yeah, but they're a little the less Air stringent Force. with that. Maybe. We'll take anybody at some time. I, I think the there's military. a lot of people in the military who wouldn't get nominated for Supreme Court <laughs> if, they, if they did a big check. Uh, a couple of my good buddies. So. A very good chance on that. It'll right. be interesting to see how people poll that. Absolutely. We will definitely see if all of you out there in our listenership are really stand-up quality citizens or, well, do you have some skeletons? We'll find out <laughs> in this next week's poll results. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk to Brian Glenn of Cigar Obsession. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too! Yes, it's mandatory. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Using the very best San Andres wrapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied. This cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo Julieta. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history. 
with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers, from the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you, so always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double-Aged 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Monte Cristo has set the standard once again, turning back the hands of time by utilizing a long-forgotten, unique aging process that harmonizes the flavors of the wrapper, binder, and filler with the use of small pilones. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured is an exquisite cigar you must try now. Available nationally for the first time, Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured features a 2006 Nicaraguan Rosado Oscuro wrapper that is both beautiful and distinctive. This cigar is a masterpiece no one should miss. Make sure you get one today at your local tobacconist. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured. For 500 years, Nicaragua has served as a crossroads of cultures. Ever since indigenous inhabitants mocked arriving Spanish conquistadors in a colorful, costume satirical masterpiece called El Huehuense, or The Wise Man. This great dance continues today in the careful blending of Nicaragua's finest tobacco. Master blender Nicolas Melillo has worked tirelessly to create and honor the great dance of flavors in El Huehuense cigars. Visit FoundationCigars.com. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live in Boynton Beach, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister, on this, the 6th of October... In the year 2018, the first Saturday of October, the leaves aren't changing, the air is not getting any cooler, but we don't really care. With me, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Honest Abe. I actually miss fall. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I miss every season but winter, really. 
Um, I like fall. I like the color of the leaves. I like it if I'm not in Florida fall and actually get to see it. I like actually fall slash winter clothing on women. I think it's sexy. I miss seeing women in bombers and earmuffs and. I you know it's, okay. it's, a, it's I like. I, all right, when was the last time you were in fall in 1978? No, we were women in Chicago. Wear no, no, no. They usually wear like a leather thing with the you know. <laughs> little fur around the collar and a scarf and some nice sexy tight gloves and ear. I, I just I miss that look. Seeing I miss seeing that look every now and then. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, could I mean, cool. I could go for it for a weekend, but after that, I'm probably yeah. I'm not saying it. I'd see it every day or whatever, but it's just nice to it's just nice to have a little change. That's all, you know. Yeah. Even well, a filet mignon on a plate every night gets a little monotonous. You know what? I'd like to find out for myself. That is it. <laughs> tell you what we won't pay you for that how's that <laughs> all right anyway let's bring our guest in this week we are pleased to welcome finally in person often visited but yet finally here in studio mr brian glenn of cigar obsession brian welcome to kma talk radio oh helps if i turn your mic on yeah we, we probably need to that works yeah, out well. adam's like the mic nazi man he, he he does it all the time he just doesn't like to give people any no mic for you. until he's ready no mic for you yes no sound for you all right let's try this again brian very glad to be here. Thank you very much, guys. This time, no <laughs> hurricane to stop me. Right? Did you uh, did you drive or um, ride over here? Drove today because I know it's going to be a long day, and I just need it was going to be a long day. Because you back. actually rode your bike here. You came down one year for the Great Smoke. For the Great Smoke, yeah. Yeah. How long of a ride is it for you? About four and a half? Oh, on the bike, it's like three and a half. It's four in the car. Four in the car. So you really push the pedal on the bike, then, don't you? Bikes go through traffic like butter. Like butter. Yeah, it's nothing. You ever have somebody open up their door in traffic when you're going through the cars? No, I don't lane split here in Florida. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, that's suicide. (laughs) Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I just want to clarify because his statement was, I don't lane split here in Florida. So that means you do lane split somewhere? I I did where it's legal in California. Lane splitting is legal in California? Oh, yeah, it has been for years. Really? It's been officially legal, legal for a couple years now, but, yeah, everyone's used to it there. Here, even if it was legal, I wouldn't do it for a decade because no one's used to it. Right. So many people aren't from here. And you do get a lot of guys, especially around Tampa, that do it, and you'll come up to lights, and people do, you know, open their doors. Are they opening their door on purpose? Yes. I've seen wow. it ha- in New York. They do it all the time. Oh, yeah. Do they not know that the door is going to get damaged? When they, they, they don't, don't care. care. They don't care. Yeah, stop getting that. I'm in traffic. You have to be in traffic, right. too. Suck exactly. it up. Wow. Yeah. It does anger me when people do that. I, and, and not because, like, I, I mean, listen, good for them, but I'm just like, ah, I'm stuck here, and you get to keep going. That's so childish. Now, yeah. who's at fault? Is it going to be the motorcyclist is going to be at fault for the damage to the vehicle? Well, I believe if the door. it's illegal, Both. it's the cyclist. Both will be at fault. Both will be at fault. Yeah. Okay. Even though Florida is still a, net, a, a, a no-fault state. You still get a percentage, <laughs> and that still ties into who pays your deductible and how much you get the payouts. And it, it, My wife just went through this because she just got rear-ended and plowed into two other people, and it's oh, a huge mess. Florida yep. is horrible for insurance. It really is. In California now, if somebody opens the door, is the... Then it's just on them because it's completely legal. So it's the, on the, the door opener? Yep. Huh. Wow. And oh. here at KMA Talk Radio, we're here to give you interesting information. In fact, tidbits like lane splitting is legal in California. Oh. <laughs> I did can, not know that. Can we get you something to drink? I'm good, thanks. You sure? Which can? I wanna, I gotta, we got to get a good close He's got a long day. Hold on. Oh. Look at the one by me, Abe. I, I'm trying to get there. Look at this. Okay. Oh, yeah. Closer. Yeah, let me split all over the wiring so we can short circuit. <laughs> yeah. We can short circuit the show. Look at that oh. pretty thing. <laughs> yes, nothing like a Bloody Mary in the morning. They do, do make great Bloody Marys here at the Casa de Monte Cristo. It's actually my own personal recipe. 
Now, how did you come up with it, though? Is it like years of just knowing no, how to make it? No, about two or three weeks. I, I've been a Bloody Mary like drinker. Yeah. It's like my artistic form of alcoholic beverage. I, I like having it when I travel the country. I like to see who has cool Bloody Marys. I mean, some of them are just over-the-top ridiculous. It's not even a drink. You yeah. Know I mean? yeah there's actually, it's like lunch. That, that's when it gets to a stupid level. You know, it should be a little food, a little good cocktail, and a nice combination to mix. And, you know... Um, our, our mix here is made from scratch, so we don't use anything pre-mixed. Um, the rimming, uh, the rimming uh, uh, ingredient is my own concoction made of four different seasons and spices. And um, I had to find the right garnishes that I knew wouldn't spoil like in two days. So a right. lot of it's pickled, like you got a pickled jalapeno egg, a pickled cherry pepper. Uh, is dill. that a Slim Jim? That is a spicy meat stick, yes sir. Okay, so. you're cool now. Thank you very much. It's awesome. It's like a little snack. Thank you, Thank you very much. Yeah, it's not like the one that comes with the half a bird a chicken that is deep fried. I've seen those. Yeah. Just, those are just too ridiculous. It's like, how am I supposed to drink this? I mean, this is like a, this is an entire snack for four people. Well, when I was in uh, San Diego, we the place that we stayed in for work, they when we woke up in the morning after the big party for the place that we went to, they uh, they had little sliders. On them. I've seen that. In Look, there. you got to be a fan of any alcohol that's perfectly acceptable to drink at like 8 in the morning. Yeah, I, I love it. There you go. All right. We have only tipped the cap. We have only just begun. This is going to be a great episode of KMA Talk Radio. We are up against the break. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. On a small farm nestled along a river in southern Honduras, grows an estate-grown tobacco so exceptional. Stop, please. No moss. This is Dan Blunt for Alec Bradley Cigars. Some copywriter handed this to me, expecting me to read it. Good Lord, do me a favor. Pick up an Alec Bradley cigar. Light it up. Spend an hour with it. You'll be glad you did. We'll talk again real soon. What would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilo Tico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilo Tico Pepe Mendez, a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go, too. Surgeon General Warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. Tobacco legend Julio Aroa and his son, Justo Aroa, bring back the authentic Corojo and Aladino cigars. A true Cuban puro, giving homage to original vintage Vitolas. Aladino cigars are also available in a dark, rich Maduro wrapper. JRE Tobacco has an unwavering commitment for consistency and quality. Experience our commitment to excellence in any one of our three lines. The Aladino, the Rancho Luna, and the Tatascan. Light up a JRE cigar today. Visit JREtobacco.com. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. 
Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky-shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, producing small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLECigars.com for more information. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here in Boynton Beach, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, the host with the most, Mr. Honest Abe. What's he playing, like the Mexican fiesta? Oh, no, see, it's I thought like it was band. Like, oh, yeah. was it? I thought it was like uh, Hanukkah ska? music. I thought it was more ska. I don't know. My headset wasn't on. I can only hear like an yeah. echo, but it sounded like a Mexican fiesta song. I liked so. it. I thought it was okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's what we have. <laughs> all right, and here we are talking today with Mr. Brian Glenn of Cigar Obsession, who has driven all the way over. Brian, thanks for getting up early and being here with us today. My pleasure. Well, but Brian's even further than Tampa now, right? You're you're farther north. North, yeah, about. Half an hour north. Well, oh, I, okay. It's not that far. I, I didn't know the city really existed. No, I thought it was just butter. That's what I thought. Is that where they make the butter? I get those jokes from all my northern friends. Nobody down here seems to I never get knew it. that really was a place. Well, is, is that where they make the butter or just no, coincidence? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I didn't know. This oh, seems... so you don't even know when you live there. Well, he, ju- he just moved there, man. He doesn't know all the city there's stats a, There's yet. a whole bunch of lakes around it. So, but he lives you know. in... He, oh. Brian has moved to Lando Lakes, Florida. But why wouldn't they just Literally, throw land, land of lakes? Old lakes. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so the one question I have for you, Brian, is like well, last time you were on, you had just redone your old backyard to be the studio <laughs> you wanted. Okay? That's, I, yeah, we, we so, talked about this. Uh, yeah. So what made you want to leave that backyard he spent so much time and effort putting into to make the studio? I mean, I did put a lot of effort into that. Yeah, I mean, you were, there were always all these Instagram posts of you like, hey, we got the Linnea up, we got this done, we got these new trees in, and we're doing this, it's going to be a couple more weeks of this, and what made you want to give that up? You know, the whole move project was a spur-of-the-moment thing. It started from uh, about two months ago, me wanting to chopped down the big camphor tree in my front yard because we just got a new roof and I didn't want to risk it. And it, Hurricane season was coming. And it yeah, was and yeah. that thing always dropped branches. So I was like, 
asking the wife, hey, do you want to spend a few hundred bucks and we'll finally get it taken out? So then we finally get it taken out and I'm like, wow, it's really bare now. I got to put in a palm or something. And then she's like, well, you know, market's really coming up this year. Uh, I got a realtor friend. Why don't we move? <laughs> and I was oh. like, uh, and just rolled from there. Yeah. That's, see, that's how it goes. The wife always says, like, hey, yeah. let's move. That's exactly what happened with me. I didn't want to at first. She, it, it took me, I don't know, probably a week to warm up to the idea, but she planted that seed, and it just stuck. <laughs> we, she we, just took it in you and just said, all right, that's it. No problem. We, in the first house we lived with my wife, we, we had just redone both our upstairs bathrooms, which, you know, when you get into all the tile and all the, you know, appliances, it's, it's a lot of work, a lot of money. Yeah. Cheap. yeah, it's not cheap. We had just, like, literally, it had been three months new, we just finished it, whatever, and her friend had just bought this house in this neighborhood at a reasonable price, it was bigger, and whatnot, and, and my wife talked me into moving, and we ended up moving after we had just spent all that money redoing all the yep. bathrooms. But did it help your upset resale? Yeah, who knows? We didn't end up selling it like to like 10 years later. Eh. Kept, yeah. that house, <laughs> kept that house for the longest time. So. Well, at least you got to enjoy it. See, I, I did all the wrong way at the old right. houses. I didn't do anything specifically for the new guys, but all the work we'd done was at the end, so we didn't really get to enjoy much right. other than the backyard, right. but that was for my work. You yep. know. How is... You know, I've been on your show twice, and i gotta, I got to say, how does the wife relate to your work? Because, it's, you know, it like, I, I was going to say, like, when, when I have stopped by and done the show twice, it was kind of awkward because, like, got to walk through his living room. You know, <laughs> his wife's somewhere in the house, but she's not coming out and say hi, and I don't know where she is. And I'm trying to be like, I feel like, let me not disturb anybody as I'm going through here. And then you go in the backyard, it's like you're in a whole other universe. Yeah. We do the show, but then I gotta leave and walk through the. And house it's not night. early. It's you're there no. Late. I mean, I'm leaving at like 11:30 at night. Yeah. How? how I mean, how well, see, cool is nice. She? I let you go through the house. Oh, the other guy's gotta go around. Go around the back. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a list of the people that are allowed oh, to get the house God. and the people that aren't? Uh, maybe I shouldn't have said anything on the air. I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> would Would Adam be allowed to but, walk through the but, house? But it's still your back. <laughs> it's still your backyard, and, and yeah. your wife's relatively having strangers in her backyard. Oh, she was, she's totally fine with that, but. With the show being on Thursday nights, she's got to get up for work at 6 right. a.m. on Friday. Right. So, but but she she's she supportive. All, all good. Yeah, she's fine with it. She doesn't smoke. She likes the aroma. And uh, when I do photography, I, I typically have you know 100 boxes open in the house, and she loves helping with that. She'll unwrap them all day. Right. Like, Ooh, this smells really. She good. likes the art and whatever. But yeah. Well, she likes to smell them before they're burnt. Yes. She doesn't like to smell them no, after, no, because no. We, we 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 saw you did a review on that smoke swipe once, mm-hmm. and I remember you saying like she would that was let amazing. you she would let you go near her right uh, after you had smoked a cigar, but yeah. then you had taken one of these smoke swipes reviver things, yep. and you had done your goatee with it, whatever, and you went up. Couldn't and she, believe it worked. She didn't even know that you no. had smoked a cigar. Not at all. Yeah. So My usual routine is you know close into the laundry, which was in the garage at the time. Right away. And, you know, I go either into the shower or at least wash my face. Yeah, I have to do that, too. Like a hazmat, you know, yeah, or, you know, <laughs> chemical breakdown. Yeah, she doesn't wow. even let me get in the bed. Oh, you're going to stink up the sheets. Wow. <laughs> when, wow. I, when I come in from being here, and if I, like, grab the dogs and, like, hug them and say hello, I'm not allowed near the baby, but I'll grab the dogs. Then, like, in two hours later, she'll be like, the dogs, dogs smell like cigars now. Yep, yep, yep. Let, let, let's be real. Are you allowed near the baby even when you don't smoke a cigar? I was I was up all morning. I was the one that took the ba- took the baby in the morning. Took I changed him. Oh oh. <laughs> he helped me make coffee this morning. You know. I'm I, sure yeah. he was a big help with that. I'm a great dad. Oh. I think I think if you saw me with my child, you'd be surprised at how good I am with him. No, I, I listen. What what ever gave you the notion that that I think you'd be a bad dad? When I told you that I was going to have a a son. 
you were like, ah. you kind of, and then you're like, no, 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 congratulations. No, 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 no. But that's you just, were kind of disappointed. It, it wasn't about being a son. It was just about your DNA continuing. <laughs> yes, your genes being forward. passed on. That I, was the key yeah, the argument he always genes made. Being passed on. Yeah. But then does that doesn't affect your ability of how you're going to be a and father? He's got blue eyes and light hair. Hopefully, he'll look like his mom. Hopefully, he's got that's... blue eyes for now. That changes after like. How do six you know? You're, 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 what do you know for, about for some people? It does. They, yeah. it, it doesn't stick for all. Of, all, yeah. all, all right, right. Everybody starts with blue or gray eyes. Yes. His eyes are blue right. for now. Cool. If he turned, if they're brown, you know, he's got a lot of Sicilian in him. So who knows? <laughs> he may be. He may be a dark kid. Now I want to talk about a milestone. Milestone you got coming up. Um, you're really on the verge, and I, and I know you started talking about this like a year ago, but you're like knocking on the 100,000 subscriber on YouTube. Yeah, I've got a few weeks left. I actually have a big contest going where I'm giving away a bunch of cigars to whoever guessed closest. Back in June, I opened up guesses for the uh, date. three weeks. The date when you oh, hit okay. date and time. Man, this thing. I'm wondering if there's a strip of plastic in here. It reeks like dirty plastic. <laughs> Put it down. We'll grab another cigar. Yeah, yeah you want to? I'm just you catching it. I was thinking the tablecloth was burning. Or well, something. you know, it is called a nasty Frida, so you know, what would you expect? Wow. <laughs> Did I say that on the air? Yes. Yeah. Damn. Yes, and not just on Facebook. On Facebook Live too. <laughs> <It's all right>. <laughs> Facebook <laughs> Live. It's all right. Well, listen, when you name a cigar nasty something, you're opening yourself up to a little joke. Here a lot there. of pot shots. Yes. So. Um, I didn't realize this until I had a talk with you, um, but for our listeners out there who maybe don't understand, explain how significant this milestone of 100,000 subscribers is. Well, these days it's less significant than it used to be, but it's it's always been my personal goal when I started getting serious into YouTube, because that was like the, the make or break point as a benchmark back in the day. Back before we had these huge channels with a million or 10 million right. or 40 million. Well, I'll venture to say that nobody in the cigar industry has hit that mark yet. Yes, there is one. Uh, one? A store. A store? Yeah, a store. TNT Cigars hit that. Really? Um, That's very strange for a store. Oh, yeah. A retail store. Yeah. Very different types of videos, but they went after uh, very well the specific type of marketing for the YouTube audience. They are they reviews the or what are they... Uh, they're they're more viral videos, okay. like from uh, the live from the humidor type things, like uh, just sitting at a table. But the topics huh. are all you know, cigars versus cocaine, and just oh, vi- wow. viral okay. stuff, right? Uh, <laughs> right. And oh, that's, that's a good show idea. That's to get yeah. people to click on things. That's what trips the right. YouTube right, yeah. algorithm, and they hit it. You, so, you yeah. mentioned cocaine. The YouTube people are all <laughs> over it. Right? Now, now YouTube awards you like a, a plaque when you hit yep. hundred thousand, and it's made of what? Well, I don't know what the Plaques made of right now, they're on their third iteration of it. Oh, started okay. off being silver and solid. I mean, like real silver. Plated. Silver plated. And it's in a nice frame. They're still in a frame, but they keep getting smaller and cheaper. And, and <laughs> they just, they just came many, out with the a Google new stock one. keeps going down. That's yeah. the problem. Are, too many people are hitting it. Too many too. people are hitting it. Right. But but it's like one is silver and then one one level one is, is gold. gold. Right. Yep. And I believe the next one is platinum or diamond. I can't remember. And they just added another one because, you know, like I said, they've got these right. multi-millions now. So, so when you hit these marks, they actually send you these plaques made of diamond, silver, or gold. It's basically the YouTube play button, right? It, it's the YouTube play button um, and it used to have at least your name underneath it. Right. And, you know, an embossment and all that kind of good looking stuff. Uh, they're pretty generic right now. Well, you got to hurry up and get this, but yeah. pretty soon it's just going to be a little postcard. Here well, you go. Yeah, exactly. Thank, thanks cow. for that. You thanks also get a, a little check. I mean, little. I, I think it's a few hundred bucks now for, oh, wow. for 100000 But most importantly, 
they bump you up internally. They promote you oh, more. Oh, really? Okay. So it starts to snowball. Right, you hit another mark. Yeah, I've had a lot of friends in other genres hit the 100, and, man, as soon as they do, it, it just starts to take off. It's like you get the wind beneath the wings, yep. and it just starts to take off. Now, you have another site called Two-Wheel Obsession, which is obviously another obsession of yours. Yep. That's all motorcycle-related. Right. The, Not, the obsession thing is kind of like my umbrella yeah. corporate thing. I actually have more, but I don't have time to do them. So. Really? <laughs> But, but how long have you been doing the two-wheel obsession? Because I've just recently, maybe in the last three or four months, been seeing a lot of action on it. I've seen it's coming mm-hmm. up in my feeds and stuff. How long has that been around? That's been around four years, almost really? five years. Yep. Well, why, why is it starting to all of a sudden appear everywhere? Because I just got in with uh, a new tier of Facebook to promote it. Okay. I'm, I'm part of their content creator team now. So I can get those videos directly on Facebook, and they promote me more, et cetera. So you're going to see a lot more of that just naturally now. Okay. Yeah, now, it's not just you, though, right? You have other bloggers and vloggers? My my content is just me. However, okay. my website, twoheelobsession.com, I open that up just to help promote other people like me with small motorcycle right. channels. And I simply promote them on all my social media for free. So they just send me their link and a thumbnail, and I'll post their stuff and spread it for them for free. It's pretty awesome of you, actually. So, were you always into motorcycles, or was there like a key point in your life where you got into motorcycles? I started riding and bought my first bike in 2006. Okay. So, ever since then. Ever since then. And and just to be clear, you're not a Harley guy. You have, what kind of bike do you have? I've had Harleys. Right now, I've got a couple Yamahas. All right. I've had a bunch of bikes. Um, We had a Harley. Um, I've had... Do you have uh, a preference over one style of bike or another? Depends on my mood, really. It is mood <laughs> every every type Depends of what bike. kind of riding you want to do. Exactly. Right. Where, where do you want to go? What's the weather like? Uh, you know, is it super hot? Is it a short ride? I've got a naked bike. I've got a Yamaha FZ09 that's great for around town, but I wouldn't go more than a couple hundred miles right. on it. <laughs> I've got an FJR which I could take to here to California, no problem. Wow. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to talk to Brian about some of his favorite cigar reviews and other great topics when we come back after this short break. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the Decade. Try it. In the heart of Santiago, Dominican Republic, on the rolling floor at La Aurora Cigar Factory is a section reserved only for the elite. Cigar rollers work for over 10 years to simply get the opportunity to make a historic cigar. Those cigars are La Aurora Preferidos. Featuring six different wrappers in a perfecto shape, take part in the legendary tradition that started the Dominican cigar industry. Look to the lion. La Aurora Cigars, king of the pride since 1903. 
Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdaris Cigars. 2012 Connecticut. 2012 Corojo. 2012 Maduro. The Oscar Habano. The Oscar Maduro. My Way. And our latest creation, Oscar Valdaris Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and its master ligador, Steve Saka, is crafting the very finest cigars available today. One such brand is his Todos Los Dias. This liga is very smooth with tastes of dark chocolate and figs with a nice sweet chili pepper that escalates in warmth as you smoke it. On the palate, it feels like a medium-bodied smoke, but it is lying to you as the cigar is quite strong. From the first puff, there is no doubt of the origin of Todos Los Dias or that it is intended solely for the seasoned cigar smoker. Viva Nicaragua! To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per- the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live in Palm Point Beach, Florida. Yeah, uh, I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. And Paul is... Sitting to my left. Hi. Well, okay. well, you don't. I feel like you just don't like that I'm here. No, I just feel like I giving the audience the fair shake of. And then there's Paul. Adam. Adam's happy that there's somebody lower on the totem pole <laughs> in his mind than him. But Thank we God. Finally, we haven't, we haven't asked Cam a question from our, our good fan Allison, um, Allison Trainer. Um, she's asked and would like to know. Is there any way to fix the continual static that she's hearing? Well, we don't hear the static. I know. Allison, what are you listening to it's us on? Be, she's on Facebook Live. Yeah, maybe she's got like a... Are you trying to... I mean, I'm her? listening to it. I don't see it. Oh, I, you, we don't you're hear hearing it. on Facebook Live and you're not hearing it? Yeah. Okay. If anyone it. else is hearing static, tell us. I mean, it, it could it, be just well, there's a slight hit. hit. There's a slight hiss. It's not yeah. That's not static. There's no. a difference. There's a reason for that. She that, might be that's, calling it That's just the jalapeno pickled eggs that Paul had. Don't worry about it. Just wait. I don't right. think those are on the diet. 
<laughs> Looks like we need an audio director. You have no idea, Stephen. Not a clue. I mean, you have no idea of what we deal with. It's uh, mostly equipment, I'm studio issues. I'm assuming, I'm assuming Stephen is a, an audio director and he's trying to get himself a job. It's a good way. <laughs> That's one way to get your uh, info out there and availability, yes. But anyway, we are here with Brian Glenn of Cigar oh. Obsession. Uh, Brian, thanks for driving all the way in. It's a pleasure to have you finally here. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Just so you know, Coop just yeah, threw Yeah, I just it. saw. Yeah, oh. she's right. A ton of static. So that's odd. We can't hear it when we listen to Facebook Live. Yeah. They're hearing it. We'll, we'll, we'll look into it. All right. Thanks, Coop. I'll play, right. I'll play with the buttons. Interesting. Okay. okay. That anyway, so, Brian, you're a cigar reviewer. What has been the newest cigar that you've been blown away by in recent, recent history? Recent history. Or like in the in last couple of months. Recent history. Uh, yeah, last couple of months, couple of weeks. I mean, there's been a lot of new stuff that's been hitting the shelves that's pre uh, post-trade show now. And prior to that, there wasn't a lot of stuff that was coming onto the markets just because everybody had FDA concerns. But the trade show came along and everybody just... It right. kind of seems like everybody said, yeah, well, we're just going to go and back. Now, and now, because did, they, right. they got the delay on the warning labels, so guess what? Here's... A t- there you go. I actually haven't had a chance to smoke much of the brand new stuff yet okay um but nick is putting out some great stuff blowing me away um for those who don't know he needs nick malillo yes. of foundation cigar company right, and the <laughs> elway wednesday is the uh wise man maduro's the wise tabernacles man maduro is, is what came to mind first okay that one i'm a big fan of the wise man I mean, really it's a good cigar but it's not one i would buy by the box Maduro came out and whole totally different game now, how do you feel, like, after all these reviews and all this time, has your, obviously, your palates do change. Have you noticed your palate changing in the way that you are savoring a cigar or enjoying it or anything? Not so much as what I take, but uh, maybe what I'm doing while I'm enjoying a cigar. Mm-hmm. When I'm doing a review, typically, I'm focused on it. I'm just out by myself, usually on a computer, doing some work or something like that, but I'm paying attention to it. If I'm just out yard work or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm picking up something that doesn't matter. You're getting a yard gar. Yeah. It's something that doesn't have a lot of flavors that I have to pay attention to. Right. You're not looking to review a cigar you're smoking while doing yard work. Exactly. Grab a different cigar for that. No, I'm not wasting a grip. So, what do you, is there anything that's come out that you're looking forward to reviewing, or you got a schedule of things you're looking forward that this is what I want to do next? I'm this looking is what I'm forward gonna... to the Rose of Sharon. I've heard oh. so many great things about it. I thought I actually looked for it before I moved. I may have one. I, I don't know. I've got a humidor dive for it. But yeah, that, that was getting a lot of buzz around the trade show area. A lot of, tra- a lot of buzz. Whose cigar is that? That's uh, Southern Draw. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That's right. It's that pink label. Right, right. Yeah, he came. He came on and talked about it. Right. I believe. Yeah. I, I, he, he's a super great guy. I mean, and I, and I like his products. He, he, his, his brands are all he's nice. super nice. One of the nicest guys we've had on the show. Now, one of the things that really caught me when I first saw your site, and uh, I, I think I was maybe one of the first few advertisers. Yes. I mean, you're yes. loaded now. You got a lot of support behind you now. First, the photography, right? I mean, because you know. Looking at a cigar review, it's, it's nice to look at a nice, elegant, sophisticated, even sexy cigar picture. Sure. And then I found out that's actually what you do for that's a living. That's core business, yes. So you are a professional <laughs> photographer. Correct. How long are you a professional photographer? Uh, this is year 12. Year 12. And you yep. do mostly weddings or anything? I have Product done. Product shots? I have or... done everything. When I started out, I didn't know what I liked to do. So I literally tried everything. Babies to weddings, 
families, portraits, products, uh, vehicles, real estate, all that. Right now, all I'm doing is commercial product photography okay. and a little bit of and Actually, I have a meeting. Simpler. Week. Simpler. Uh, simpler and higher paying for the time involved. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, did you study photography? Are you no. Like self, oh, self-taught? No, all self-taught. Really? <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. You can make it nice. Very good. You know, it's funny because I have a dear friend who's um, a, a, one of the best I've met. Product. Uh, Buildings. He does airplanes. He does like five million dollar yep. airplanes and stuff like that, and buildings and stuff like that. And he literally does some of the best work I've ever seen. When I got married, I, I, I would do my wedding photography, and he wouldn't do it. Very different things. He wouldn't do it. He yeah. refused. He's like, I don't know. I said, what? I just know the pictures are going to look awesome. And I begged him, and he not do it. it. Having done all of that, yeah. Being a wedding, I love shooting weddings. What I don't love are the millennials getting married. <laughs> the, the entire wedding industry completely changed about four or five years ago. Okay. And I got out of weddings a couple of years ago just because every exhibition, every type of wedding completely changed. It used to be, you know, couples, didn't matter if it was same sex, normal, whatever, not, not abnormal, normal, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. They expected great photography, print be an album or two right and you had a normal day's schedule and then it, sh- it shifted over to here's my pinterest page be every shot on here and <laughs> it's like uh, Copy every oh shot. yeah and i want the ten thousand dollar package for 1500 and oh yeah i want to text in the morning and you better respond in five minutes or i'm going to give you a bad review nope done don't need it wow wow but i miss it because it doing weddings you have to be great at every type of photography Right, cause because you are doing involved. product shots, you're doing yes. landscape shots, you're doing yes. close-up shots. Yeah, it is. It's very stressful. Flash photography, natural. You, you got to be good at all of it. And you got to know the normal, traditional photos. Right. The bride and groom, groom and the mother. That's why my friend didn't want to do it. He goes, I don't even know that I, stuff. I don't blame him one Yeah, day. he didn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. So between two-wheel obsession, cigar obsession, photography, I mean, that's like a lot of time. Yeah, it is. I mean, you, you, you're, how many hours do you think you put into your work? Can't even count. Uh, luckily, I guess, I have insomnia. Wow. <laughs> so I typically sleep three, four nights. I, I suffer, just like Abe. I, I suffer from the same thing. So, actually, yeah. do you know that's a genetic thing, too? My mom has it. She, some she actually stays up. People um, don't suffer from sleep deprivation. Margaret Thatcher yeah. had it and whatever. I definitely don't, totally think I have it. I know I have it. Yeah. She typically sleeps two or three hours a night. She since I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, she just sits on the couch listening to talk radio all night, so she doesn't get up. Wow. So huh. she'll crash like 9 in the morning till lunch. That's it. Does, does your wife ever feel she's not getting enough Brian Glenn time? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she does. <laughs> Has wow. mentioned it if she does. She's okay know. with it. <laughs> you know, as long as I'm working, she doesn't care. <laughs> See, that's at least she understands that. You're working. You're making money. The, yeah. roof's, the roof still works. We're yeah. all good. Everything's happening. All right, we have to take another break. We're on the hard out at the bottom of the uh, top of the hour. When we come back, we will have more with Brian Glenn of Cigar Obsession, and we will see what's going on this week in the news at Scoop with Coop. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. 
Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. In the heart of Santiago, Dominican Republic, on the rolling floor at La Aurora Cigar Factory is a section reserved only for the elite. Cigar rollers work for over 10 years to simply get the opportunity to make a historic cigar. Those cigars are La Aurora Preferidos. Featuring six different wrappers in a perfecto shape, take part in the legendary tradition that started the Dominican cigar industry. Look to the lion. La Aurora Cigars, king of the pride since 1903. Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdara Cigars. 2012 Connecticut. 2012 Corojo. 2012 Maduro. The Oscar Habano. The Oscar Maduro. My Way. And our latest creation, Oscar Valdara's Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and its master ligador, Steve Saka, is crafting the very finest cigars available today. One such brand is his Todos Los Dias. This liga is very smooth with tastes of dark chocolate and figs with a nice sweet chili pepper that escalates in warmth as you smoke it. On the palate, it feels like a medium-bodied smoke, but it is lying to you as this cigar is quite strong. From the first puff, there is no doubt of the origin of Todos Los Dias or that it is intended solely for the seasoned cigar smoker. Viva Nicaragua! To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing.
Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live this, the 6th of October, 2018. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are here in Boynton Beach, Florida, in front of a live studio audience. With me, of course, the host with the most, Mr. Honest Abe. Just had to go make sure my next Bloody Mary's coming. There you go. <laughs> they, like they were good. I just had one. Breakfast and a drink. I the love it. The breakfast of champions. Bloody Mary's. Yes. That and a bagel would have been perfect. I should have thought of that. Well, you know. You if ever... you hadn't driven to the other studio. I, I was halfway to the other to the studio. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, did you t- turn around? Did you get to Okeechobee and turn around? Or... I was, past, I was past Okeechobee. Oh, you were <laughs> past Okeechobee? That means you, you got off. basically at the studio. You, got, I was just you about turned there. around at North, North Lake. Lake. I did. You're oh, <laughs> man. That's the studio exit. Wow. wow. Nice. Good. Couldn't happen to a better guy. Good job, Paul. Good Couldn't job. Happen to a better guy. All right. And uh, Brian Glenn is here as our special guest. Brian, once again, thanks for being here. Glad to be here. I, I want to touch base on something that Brian and I, over the years, we pretty much kind of have the same views on a lot of cigar industry stuff, but like in the past few months, we kind of were completely on the opposite spectrum on oh, a topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and I don't even know where this the, is going. The back and forth banter on Facebook just doesn't work for me. That's why a lot of times if I get into a back and forth banter with somebody, I'll go to Paul and I'll say, hey, get him on the show. I'll and only one it. person so far has taken the challenge. Yes, everybody else has just kind of like, you know, made excuses why not to be. Skimmer! <laughs> Why not to be here? So he's um, gonna listen. He wants to come on the show. He keeps he's saying just, that. He's just got a lot of stuff going on. But does he really? He's in, yeah, he's in Miami. Does he really? Yeah, he goes through Miami like once a month. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, anyways, neither here nor there. But where I was really surprised because, like, like I said, over the years we've kind of been philosophically the same. Oh, is he calling now? Yeah, he's he well, is. I, yeah. I guess we'll talk about that after. Well, hold on. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, can yeah, we save yes. that for the next yes, segment? Yes, we can. All right, we're going to tease forward that so Brian, and, <laughs> Brian and Abe's big confrontational thing. But right now on the line from the hills of the Carolinas, Mr. William Cooper, it's time for the scoop with Coop. Music. The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Coop, what is happening? How are you this weekend? Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Brian. Hey, Coop. So, Coop, what is the scoop this week? Well, right after we got off the air last week, um, a big announcement came from Tatawahe um, where they announced the... Uh, the Tataway of the Bride, um, and the 13 unlucky, unlucky retailers that would receive it. And this, <laughs> this may be significant because this, it's sounding like this may be the last new blend released in the Tataway Monster series right now. And the Bride I, I, refers I to the Bride too. of Frankenstein. And it's kind of an irony because the first, uh, the first monster was the Frank, featuring a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, and Pete's gone back to the broadleaf wrapper for the bride right now, and um, it's going to be a seven and one eighth Churchill size, and there'll be the dress boxes, which are the, the nice looking boxes uh, with the beautiful artwork. They're going to go to what they call thirteen unlucky retailers. It's like usually about six hundred and sixty six that go to those, and then there'll be a series of the cigars that will go in plain cedar boxes out to the general Tatawahe retailers. But it's those unlucky thirteen that is basically has to deal with a frenzy of. Um, 
you know, people wanting those boxes. And I, and I saw the artwork on Special. this year's, and it, and it was really – and I normally don't chase the artwork down. Beautiful what he did for the bride this year. I think it's one of the nicest designs he did. One of my favorites was the Jason. That goalie mask was just kind of pr- pretty cool looking on a box the of go- cigars. Yeah. It was it was. It was like that hockey, that old style hockey yeah. mask. Yeah, yeah. I, I do agree. That goalie and that was also a broadly cigar Yeah, yeah. I've heard the same thing. I've heard that this is the end of his monster series. But you know, this is the cigar industry. We change our minds on a regular basis. <laughs> Pete has so. said for years he started out as a fun project. Monster he wanted to have his fun. Maybe, but, he yeah. may be revisiting some of the other blends. Maybe some of the sizes he'll bring out. So I don't think it'll be the end of the monsters. But this could be the last new blend and new concept he puts into the series. I mean, he has done the uh, skinny monsters, the short monsters. Well, I mean, you kind of run out of monsters at some point. You know, <laughs> that was the relevant monsters. That was the other thing I can't yeah, This year we're going to make the blob. It's going to be in a jello box. Swamp you thing. Know, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, you guess, you know. I got, yeah, we just came up with two new ones. Come yeah, on. The Goblin. Go. That's a third. Pete, uh, Pete I'll, take, uh, I'll take the royalties and cigars. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Coop, what else is happening this week? Um... There's a new Davidoff cigar coming out, and this one's going to be using the Florida Sungrown Tobacco from Jeff Borchewitz's farm. It's a limited edition. It's called the Davidoff Florida Selection 2018. And Davidoff's already done a couple of Florida Sungrown cigars for Jeff for his stores, the Corona 20th Anniversary and the Davidoff uh, Exclusive Tampa FSG. But this is the first one that's going to start going out to the appointed merchants right now. Um, and it's going to be a, a limited run of 2,500 boxes. The Florida tobacco will be a part of the filler right now. So that's typically most of the FSG releases have seen the um, tobacco in the filler. And this one will be also branded as one of the Davidoff Black Label cigars, which I thought was, was kind of interesting, too. So we should expect to see those cigars sometime later this month at your Davidoff retailer. Now, we got two, two guys who actually review cigars basically on a regular basis, what they do. What's been your take on the FSG tobaccos? Have you noticed that there's a distinctive taste no matter who makes the cigar? Is it is it something that you guys like and look forward to? Or, or do, you, do you really feel that other than putting the name on there, that really you can't really make out there's any distinct flavor profile of the FSG? I'm curious what you guys think. Go ahead, Coop. There's a, there's a distinct sweetness to that FSG tobacco, and... I know Brian was at the uh, Barn Smoker in Orlando, outside of Orlando, and we got to, chase some of, to taste some of the Peritos, and I really picked up that sweetness, and it gave me more of an appreciation for what that FSG tobacco brings to the table. I, I will say that the FSG tobacco, I find the blends that are made with it age a lot better out, so they smoke better over time. It seems like that those I take a little while agree. to just acclimate. The first ones that came out, I was not a fan of, but specifically the batch that they gave us at that barn smoker, I'm really enjoying, especially now with just a few months on them. It really does come into its own with a little bit of at-home aging. It's interesting because I've always felt that way about VSGs. I think I, I, I always, when boxes would come in fresh as a retailer, especially back when they were hot and everybody was looking for them when you got your like allocation, mm-hmm. um, I never enjoyed them out of the box as much as I did sitting around for a while then smoke them a few months later so. can't say they've ever lasted long enough for me to tell <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's funny i don't know maybe it's a sun-grown thing so anything else going on coop um actually there is um an interesting bit of news that came out of um i guess the trade show ranks uh dawn conger who was a um a 
fixture in IPCPR for a long time. She had uh, a few months ago ascended to the rank of um, vice president of operations for IPCPR. She had run the trade show for many years. Right after IPCPR, she suddenly left IPCPR. And now she is going over to the TPE group, uh, the Tobacco, Pro, uh, Tobacco Plus Expo, to run that trade show. So, and that's kind of a, a trade show that also takes place in Vegas. It takes place in February. It's a little more geared at a broader perspective in terms of not just premium cigars, but all tobacco and alternative products, and a little more towards the convenience market. So they're trying to build up that show more, and now Dawn's going to be taking her expertise over there. I got to say, I, I had the liberty of working with Dawn for three years while I was on the board of the IPCPR, and then obviously dealt with her on and off through the years. Uh, it's a sad thing for her to go. I think she was an asset to the IPCPR, so good for the TPE, and I wish her the best of luck. And hopefully the trade show doesn't feel the effects of losing someone as strong and has been there as long as Dawn. Literally. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Coop, what's happening this week on CigarCoop.com? I'll mention one thing on my podcast on Tuesday. Uh, we're doing a primetime special edition, Bear and I, and we're going to be going through the history of the Tatawahi Monsters series. So it's everything you're oh. going to want to know about the Monsters series. We're going to go uh, talk about the history, the concepts, uh, just some of the cigars that have come out, so folks will want to see that. And there will be reviews of the Davidoff 702 and Don Pepin 15th anniversary cigars. You should tie in some, like, obscure facts from each of the monsters and, and, and of each of the monster series. Because, you know, he, most of his monsters were all traditional, yeah. mostly, other, other than really Chucky. You know, yeah. there, were, there were, like, you know, Frank. Drac, Frank, Frank, right, Clapman. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface. Yeah. So you, you should include some obscure facts about the monsters. I'm sure we will. Uh, knowing I, my co-host there, he's you, probably, I know he's I'm on that, too. Um, he tends to cook for those types of things, so I think it'll be really good. Yeah, I'm just telling you how to do your show. Yeah, I was going to say, don't executive mind producer. Don't, don't mind me. It's all good best practices here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Coop, be good. We will talk to you next time. And as always, make sure you're checking out cigar-coop.com for all the latest news, reviews, and great information on the cigar world. See you, Coop. Bye. Take care. <laughs> he hung up. All right, there we go. That's what That's I was waiting for. a clean break for Coop. I guess he didn't want to say goodbye. He was like, oh, is that my cue? Coop's a, con- a consummate professional, though. He understands that, like, we have to quick get out. And- yes, or sometimes he'll get bumped to another segment because yeah. something went long. And he never, like, I always apologize to him. He's like, what are you apologizing for? It's, this is how it goes. You didn't explain to him that you're just so trained of apologizing with your wife? That that's <laughs> natural instinct. My wife doesn't it's like natural sorry. instinct. She doesn't like that. Oh, no? What no, when prefer? I say I'm sorry, she's like, she's like, don't say you're sorry. Just don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah that's what go. I say. That's so much better. Yeah, that's so much nicer. Yeah, you don't have to say you're sorry. Don't, don't graciously don't, don't graciously accept my apology. Just threaten me not to do it again. <laughs> so much better. That's such a great idea. All right. Quick break. We'll be back with Brian Glenn from Cigar Obsession. Keep it lit. Win a date with Adam K. the Brewmeister. Tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> I'm overjoyed. It's, um, I didn't even have breakfast. I just went out the house. Win a date with Adam K. the Brewmeister. It's already changing my life. I'm thinking of, <laughs> like, with the family, with myself, uh, having the accessibility and the option is, is really what it's, what it's about. Win a date with the Brewmeister. One of the things is that you can go with your kids and, like, have memories and, like, go on road trips, so it's also a bonding 
thing for the family. It's nice sometimes to just have the, uh, the freedom to go on a ride, you know, just take a drive. Well, we're going to make that happen. Win a date with the brewmeister. And the winner is... We'll never know really what her true feelings are. Wow. She's not allowed to share those feelings. Wow. But she's also used to uh, meeting controversial figures. But wow. I think the fact that the meeting went over by 17 minutes indicates that they were perhaps quite enjoying their tea together. Win a date with Adam K, the brewmeister. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Using the very best San Andres wrapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied, this cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo y Julieta. Make your next bold journey an epic one. When it comes to cigars, only one brand delivers intense, unforgettable experiences. Camacho. In continuing this fearless tradition, Camacho brings you the newest addition to its arsenal of badass. The new Camacho BXP. Intense, box-pressed, and crafted with rugged American broadleaf fillers from Pennsylvania. Available in Connecticut, Corojo, and Ecuador. Outfit your next bold journey with the new Camacho BXP. Known the world over as the Rolls-Royce of cigars, with unparalleled packaging and superb quality, Gurkha cigars are works of art that feature the rarest and best tobaccos in the industry, offering a flavor profile for every palate. The highly rated Gurkha brand creates a luxurious experience for even the most discriminating cigar smoker. So treat yourself today with an unparalleled cigar smoking experience. Visit GurkhaCigars.com to find a purveyor of Gurkha cigars near you. To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Ventura Cigar Company is a boutique cigar brand born in sunny Southern California. Ventura Cigar Company is on a mission to create memorable, complex cigar blends that excite the senses and reward discriminating palates. Experience the Cigar Aficionado number 13 Cigar of the Year. The archetype, Axis Mundi. Rise up, step up, look up, fire up, and leave compromise behind with Ventura Cigar Company. Check them out online at VenturaCigar.com. Monte Cristo has set the standard once again, turning back the hands of time by utilizing a long-forgotten, unique aging process that harmonizes the flavors of the wrapper binder and filler with the use of small pilones. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured is an exquisite cigar you must try now. 
Available nationally for the first time, Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured features a 2006 Nicaraguan Rosado Oscuro wrapper that is both beautiful and distinctive. This cigar is a masterpiece no one should miss. Make sure you get one today at your local tobacconist. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome to KMA Talk Radio. Adam K, the Brewmeister. We are here broadcasting live in Boynton Beach, Florida. With me, of course, Dave. Hello, hello. And Brian Glenn of Cigar Obsession is here as our guest. Hola. And then there's Paul. Oh, Hi, hey. Paul. What's going on? How's everything over there on that side of the table? I feel pretty good. You know what? The monitor's so big. I only see I you to... like your eyes up. Uh, we're, but we're so close, but we're so far. We're I'm separate. Far All right. Away. I see how it is. I can't even tell it's not wearing pants. Yeah, there you go. What'd you say? Can't what? Can't even tell he's not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> then it would be a job. That would be all I would need. Have you ever done a show without pants, Brian? Oh, that'd be Have funny. I ever not? <laughs> oh, you've had pants on. <laughs> Only when Nabe's over. I would have talked about. I would have talked about it if you didn't have pants. <laughs> it would have been a good topic of discussion, that's for sure. How many videos do you actually put out a week? Uh, regular schedules review Wednesday, Friday, and um, uh, videos on Saturday for you and Tuesday, and then I leave Thursday and Sundays open for anything that may come up. That's so. That's. You probably do it anywhere from five to seven videos. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Now, I didn't realize it was that many. I mean, I, I watch them regularly, session. but... Now, wow. we were talking during the break, and obviously you've got an IT background. And Did you know video editing before you got into doing... No. It? So no. you self-taught yourself. How much... That's editing? how the channel started. I just wanted to learn video editing. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> now, how much do you feel over the last 12 years that you've come in overall scope of how you do videos? Now, oh. is it a night and day difference? Well, it's night and day not only because I've learned, but because technology is that's how many is a magnitude different. Right. Yeah, that's the other real thing that people don't even think about. Like, even in the 12-year time frame, even in the last six years, just the scope of how videos and people can put yeah. things to YouTube and just everything else. There was else that goes no with that. YouTube just before I started. <laughs> and just even then, people being able to stream videos next to impossible when you first got started. There's always a buffer, and then you get halfway through the video, and they have to stop. And no, back then you had to do it locally, and you had to have like twin ISDN lines and twin. Oh lines. man, that must have been expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. I, on your I follow you on Facebook, and on your Facebook posts, I've noticed, and I don't know if it's a quirk, but you gotta go. Yeah. It's not that. But I noticed your posts are coming up double now. Is there? That? They are. Maybe just on my feed. Do you um, share well, them? No. You, he I might mean, be seeing, if I, if I post something, I share it to my uh, profile, and you're in the group, so you see the group. Okay, because I see him double. I'm like, I wonder why that's happening. Yeah, at the top it'll say, you know, it. shared to CO fans. Uh, there we go. Got All right, it. once again, short segment. Beck, again, keep it lit. 
You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Once in a lifetime, something comes along that changes the game. That time is now. The Blast by Infinity is the most advanced, scientifically proven multi-purpose protectant on the market today. The Blast eliminates all smoke and odor on contact and creates a long-lasting barrier of protection. The Blast works on clothing, textiles, and hard surfaces. Water-based, non-toxic, hypoallergenic, 100% guaranteed. Safe for human and pets. Visit InfinityOdorShield.com. Have you yet experienced a Toscano cigar? The full-bodied flavors and aromas of fire-cured tobacco and a long aging time make smoking a Toscano cigar a unique and exciting experience. Since 1818, Toscano has been one of the best-selling cigars in the world. 200 years of tradition are hand-rolled in the unique shape of every Toscano cigar. Smoking a Toscano cigar is a way of life. Take part in a 200-year-old legacy of handmade, fire-cured Italian cigars. Available at your local premium cigar retailer. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. A brand more than 100 years in the making, Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke. 
with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Right live in Point Beach, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are here on episode 315. With me, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, the host with Geronis Dave. Good morning. And Paul. Hi. And our special Brian Glenn of Cigar Obsession. Brian, Hello. pleasure to have you. Thank you. And uh, for those of you who are have not tuned into the first half of the broadcast, 2 o'clock, Cigar Obsession will be going live from this same with the backdrop where, <laughs> where Brian Glenn will be interviewing and talking to Mr. Honest Abe. Via YouTube Live. Uh, Brian, how do people find it when yeah. they, if they go to YouTube? Uh, they find it directly on YouTube or my Facebook page okay. or the Cigar Obsession page or the website or the fans group or okay. Twitter. So just look up Cigar Obsession. So if you it. can't yeah. find it, you're not familiar with how to work a website. Correct. Got it. All right. Now, in the last half hour, we had teased a little biff between you. Now, difference of opinion. Okay. A strong difference A, a small of little tiff, if you will. A couple of wrong, you know. I don't know. All right. Well, so go ahead and fill us so in. So I'm unfamiliar with this because well, obviously I'm not on Facebook. Okay. So Well, when the whole thing came out and everybody was kind of jumping and attacking the Sherman family and Michael Herklotz. Um, for, for selling? You're no, what happened was Altria, Altria didn't come out, and, I, and you'll remember this, but they came out and made a public statement and basically a, a report to the FDA basically saying that they didn't want, they don't feel that premium cigars should have had an exemption and say that, you know, it, it needs to be treated differently, but shouldn't get an exemption and blah, 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 which, of course, the cigar industry. Like, but and this was a thing that they had filed two years ago. No, it was a comment they had just made, oh, what was it, four or five months ago now? Yeah. Comment they okay. made four or five months ago. But, you know, as it will tell you, that's a big tobacco stance for years. They, they don't, they don't, do not want any kind of exemption cut out for any country. They like to control the market that they're in because my old position, they politically structured things and moved was in their benefit at the end. And they never hid that. They, they never hid that. Very open with that. The only difference was they had made a, a statement to the FDA and that made everybody go nuts and everybody was starting bashing the Shermans. And and look, and look, you know, today my argument was, I said, look, the, the, the Sherman family who, who, who are one of them, in my opinion, one of the most respected people historically in the cigar industry. And, um, Lovely people, and, by and the way. Great things, okay? And Michael Herklotz, who's, who's been a pillar in the cigar industry, starting out in retail, in many aspects of the cigar industry, well-known and respected guy in the industry. I, I felt that they were bashing on them too much. And this really wasn't a... Michael, hired by the Net Sherman family as a uh, honorary Sherman, basically they treated him, uh, remained on board when the acquisition was made. By Altria, and and he works for somebody, of the company, you know, and he's going to do his best to to keep his job and try to explain where he feels they're coming from. And I made this comment, and was adamantly against, like, 
that Sherman is what's to blame, and, and, and this is where my argument was. Not so, exactly. Look, my, my point was... Well, you felt that they, they should be responsible for the actions of the people who bought the company after they sold it. My point was, if you're a company that sells to another company with a known stance, like I said, they you can't then dissolve yourself of responsibility. It's like, oh, crap, what was that movie? Uh, anyway, if you're a contractor and you're working on the Death Star, you're <laughs> kind of responsible for your own... You know, you, you've signed your up. own... Exactly. So they hey. knew ahead of time who they were selling to, so it's not unreasonable for to think, okay, well, they're partially responsible for that stance. Yeah, I don't get that. You know, if I sell my, my company one day and some guy takes over, look, look, here, here's the thing. When you build something, you dedicate two or three, four decades of your life to something, all right? You at some point, get the attention where I'm going to sell it one day, and that's my retirement. Sure. Entrepreneur, as somebody who builds things typically, have 401k or retirement programs or stuff like that because we've spent every living dime we've earned reinvesting building this empire. Yes. So our, our retirement is sell out one day. Sure. So if one of the big companies would happen to buy my chains of stores and after they bought it, they took out brands that I've supported over the years and obviously started filling it in with their brands. I, you would hold me accountable. I wouldn't hold you accountable, well, you, you, but you, you can't completely say I have anything to do with it. No, I didn't have anything to do with it. I sold my business. It's not mine anymore. Well, but Brian's thing is that a brand, a brand like that, that's iconic, that, you know, it's, it's your job to put it in the hands of someone going to take care of it. Why? I guess, no. Because it's your family job. spent all this time building it. Great. And it's my job to get the money so I could live the rest of my life in retirement. And, and that's, that's why a, I worked all my life And that's fair more. that you don't care that's what happens job. after there. But I think you yeah, care. That, I think you would care more on. about the name that you created. I, I didn't finish. This, I, I skipped a part that I started. This is a hard moment for anybody who builds a thing. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. Because you're letting it go. And I believe that if you can't separate yourself from what's going to happen with your business once you've sold it, then you shouldn't sell it. Well, Fred said that to us. Fred Ruby that, said that exactly to us the other time. That's my stance. He had if, to either be yes, in it completely yes. or out completely. If I sold this business, I really kind of want nothing to do with it after I sold it because right. I wouldn't be able to control it. I feel the same way. Okay, so if I sold it, I, I wouldn't feel responsible to wonder. It's, first off, in, in the case of Ultra, yeah, we all know what their agenda is, but I wouldn't know what the agenda of my buyer is. I mean, maybe I, I could guess on what they would do and what they would change. Oh, and in that case, I would completely you agree know? with you. However, knowing what Altria's stance was ahead of time. But why is it their responsibility to find a seller that has their philosophical belief? I mean, it's hard enough to one day to find a buyer for your business. Now you want me to vet them and know what their philosophical stance is? I mean, Ensure they're going to keep the same principles. Well, and on the same token, I mean, we have to remember that Altria bought Nat Sherman for the predicate cigarettes. Right. Sure. Seventy-five predicate cigarette brands were under the Nat Sherman flagship. That's what Altria wanted. That was the entire reason they did the sale. The fact that the cigars came along with it was just another piece. I did not. I did not know that. And the, and the cigarettes in the the crowds that I hung out with in New York. They were huge. Like everybody smoked Nat Sherman, Sherman cigarettes. Nat Sherman's big business was from cigarettes. Yes. Right. They okay. got. In fact, 
they made custom cigarettes for many, many famous people over the years. Well, events. We, they used to do special, do events, special like cigarettes. Sammy with Davis the... Jr. and guys okay. like that would have their own cigarette made for them by Nat Sherman. And they had those rainbow ones. Do you remember those yeah, rainbow Fantasia. cigarettes? Yeah. Fantasia. Oh, they made those? Yeah, I yeah. smoked those back in the day. That was Fantasia. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was They were classy yeah, cigarettes. Probably. If you were going to smoke cigarettes, they Well, they, they had the classy. Fantasia, which was kind of colorful, which... I definitely think it was a woman's cigarette. They tasted good. No comment. Um, uh, but they had the black well, and the gold. In the theater were, world, we yeah. smoked them. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, they had the black and the gold, which were a little more classy. They were black. I've seen those too, yeah. Tips, so. yeah. But, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I just can't see that. I can't well, be- see me selling my business, getting to the point where, hey, this is my checkout, my payout. And if I'm at peace with the thought of it's time for me to sell, move on to the next chapter of my life, I don't think I, it's, it should be a burden on me to wonder what's going to happen after I sell it. And that's basically what you're saying, and we didn't agree on this at all. Yeah, I, I was going to say... Because your stance is, I should wonder. We're definitely going to just agree to disagree on that. I've had offers to sell Cigar Obsession. The latest one was specifically to a retail uh, overseas company, huh. and they wanted to just turn it into basically a Cuban cigar outlet uh-huh. to order overseas and whatnot, and they weren't interested at all in, in How reviewing old are you, these. Uh, 45. Okay, so when you're 65 and you're still doing Cigar Obsession, mm-hmm. you might not care. I might not. It you know, depends on my financial right now, position. Well, right now, you have a vision of where you want it to go, but when, you get in, when you've gotten there, you want to get out. And it's, you know, this is the point I'm trying to make is I don't believe at any level that once I've come to that point where, hey, this chapter of my life is closed, I've ridden this bus as far as I'm going to ride mm-hmm. it, I'm going to turn over the keys to somebody, part of that decision process might, it shouldn't be me being responsible of knowing what they want to do after well, they Well, both buy can it. be true. We could not care who it goes to, mm-hmm. but that doesn't absolve us of the responsibility. Well, there you have it. So Stick you're looking it, at two different viewpoints, though, because you're looking, Abe, you're looking at the at the practical business standpoint, and Brian's looking at it from like Consumer something based. bigger. Yeah, like something bigger than just than just a business. It's a it's a brand and a and a, a legacy. And, yeah, a legacy that you've created. Which is my point. But if, if, if that's how you feel, then you shouldn't be selling. Then you shouldn't business. sell. And that's my point. I get yeah. it. Some people don't want to give that up. Or right. you sell to someone with core beliefs and that is going to take there's over. There's no guarantee. No, there's no they guarantee. They could change their mind the next day. They could lie to your face. So if, you ain't, if you're not comfortable letting go. But there is a guarantee when you're selling to a company that says, we hate premiums. Right, cigars, exactly. Just like cigarettes. Like, that's what he's saying. Right. So they knew there's ahead of time. So, going so, in. not knowing so and knowing. What are you, what's your take? Do you feel that they're, they're at fault? I don't think they're at fault. I think they took the they they took the the money and they said they wanted out and they wanted out and they were going to sell to whoever you, they were going to sell to. You feel there's something wrong with that? It makes me question the brand. Like, look at what they built and like I I don't know. Like to me, Nat Sherman coming from New York is such a huge thing. Like going okay, into but, that but, but, store but, but, and what they built and now now what you look at it and you're kind of like eh, I'm good with that. But, but like with I, all, I don't care. You ruined all, you ruined what you built. With all due respect, though, if you look at Nat Sherman, this particular scenario, right? They were cigarettes. Okay, they were never. They never really kind of did well and made it well in the cigar side. Ma- of it. And on your side of it, I'm because in the industry, I know. But in New York, that's why I. That's I didn't smoke their cigarettes first. I smoked their cigars. I know, but, but but the reason why they had a store that you could walk in and buy cigars was because of the cigarettes. Yes, and and for years it was only their cigars they carried. Then they realized, yeah, that didn't work too well, and they started carrying some other well-known brands in their stores. Right. So they never kind of made. They, they went the wayward of being a catalog company brand. So only JRs was selling them and whatnot. And then when they finally, when they hired Michael Hurtklotz and took him over from Davidoff, one of their goals was to rebuild the brick and mortar. So it's really only, as far as I'm concerned, 
out of their history of being around, three or four years of successfully breaching the premium cigar segment of the industry. So there's not a lot of legacy there on the cigar side, which even makes, in my opinion, more of make, it makes sense of selling to Ultra because they've been a cigarette family. I mean, they're a tobacco family. Yeah. Like, there are multiple aspects of tobacco, but cigarettes is what they were and what made them. They, as far as I'm concerned, they've only really gotten into the premium market in the last, I don't know, was it five seven, years? Uh, se- I believe is it was seven. seven? Now? Oh, yeah, okay. I think Her- Herbalots got, Herbal got hired in 11, if okay. I'm not mistaken. All right, could be. Yeah. Time's flying fast. But yeah. still, in the history of Nat Sherman, that's a uh, It's that's a blip. Yeah, it's a blip. So, Especially you know, when you consider it's like uh, over a hundred years of history. Yeah, literally. Literally so hundred years it, of history. It, right. uh, you know, I, I, I just felt like they, they, they were overly attacked and it was kind of unjustified. So we had our little moment on Facebook <laughs> there going back and forth. But everything's good. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, I, I'm all for differing opinions. I respect differing opinions. I, I think, and I think that's a problem in the world today is people don't want anybody else to have another opinion. Well, they might be wrong, but you at least let them have their opinion. Listen, it's his opinion. I don't agree with it, and I'm okay with that. But today, everybody's always fighting that problem because they just feel that no one should have any other opinion than theirs. And I think that's just a huge problem what's going on in the world today. You know, back in the day, historically, people reveled about having different opinions. I mean, you were gentlemanly if you could have a discussion and debate and, you know, and they would look forward to these settings, you know. Now it's like it's, it's all disgusting and fighting and vulgar You're right, and we, and and we have a lot of back and forth on the Facebook feed right now, and, and some people agree 100% with you, and, and Peter is saying that they could have sold to a million other people other than Altria, that the, the fact that they sold to Altria That's is so the problem. That's not true, though. No, see, not at all. But see, here's the problem, <laughs> yeah. too. you got guys like that who make that statement. It's but there so were no other true. offers in the, on the table. Yeah, yeah no. it's so not, not, not true. So, Listen, so few people have the money to buy right. and pay what that they were going money. to need to pay. Listen to me. You know, are there a million potential buyers? Yeah, maybe like ten. Right. Okay. And out of those ten, it's probably practical for one or two. And the other one of the two, other than Altria, is kind of not that much of the cigarette game anymore. Well, actually three, sorry. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not a million choices. So when that opportunity comes, you're not that liberal. Maybe in your type of business. It's now or never. Yeah, but maybe in your type of business. Like, I'm at that point in my company. Mm-hmm. If I want to sell, I'm not anymore a local business guy that anybody who wants to get in the cigar industry could look at me and say, hey, is your business for sale? I might want to try this for a living. Right. I've exceeded that point. So the amount of people that could really buy me out they right have now, to be the big guys. I can yeah. count on my hand. So right. there aren't that kind of options. So when you when you get to that level and your options are kind of really limited, that 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 ability to say, hey, I need to make sure that my legacy and my yeah, it's kind of <laughs> not there. You know, and that's that's the point. That's my argument with it. You cash the check, you no longer get to say. <laughs> Listen, it, it's not an easy decision no. for anybody who sells, and that's the point I'm trying to make. I think once, like Fred said on our show last week, if you're making the decision, you have to be good with being able to let it go. Because if, you know, my, my father had a grocery business, and it was a neighborhood store, so not at this level. He could have sold it to anybody, you know, but sold it to a family member figuring, mm-hmm. hey, they're going to run the thing, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, he stayed and worked part-time to help them, didn't like the way they were running it, drove him nuts. Yeah. You know, I mean, aided him, whatever, and, you know, and they, and they ran it into the ground, and now it's a printing company there. After a grocery store had been in the neighborhood for literally 75 years prior to my family. That's so, hard to watch. Yeah, it ate him up. But, you know, you, you know, but, you know, he, he tried to sell it and then kind of be involved in it. It just drove him nuts. He had to finally walk away and have nothing to do with it. And they didn't listen to him and it got ran into the ground. So I, it's, it's a tough call. This is what happens. Uh, Brian, everybody on Facebook wants to know, uh, what are you smoking oh, today? Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
right now this is the La Polina Blue Label. Actually really enjoying it. A lot of very smooth, creamy leather coming out of it. It's got a medium body, no strength. I'm to the band point. And it's got a nice, smooth, earthy finish. And this is the new 2018 TAA. Correct. This is the first time you've had this. First time, yep. First time, all right. And how would you rate this if you were going to rate it on a very brief, I've been talking but not paying a lot of attention to it, <laughs> and not you're not giving it a full review, but your half-hearted review on it as what you've been giving it. It's definitely one I would buy again. Uh, definitely consider a box of these. And box I was worthy. given a... Southern Draw Rose of Sharon here by Abe, uh, and that's going to be my first official review in the new studio on Monday. Nice. Ooh, nice. So make sure you tune into Cigar Obsession on Monday. Check out Brian's review of the Rose of Sharon. We're going to take a short break and find out this week who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Cheated, betrayed, then left for dead. Not once or twice, but three times. Eric Espinoza refused to give up. Passion and determination has turned this underdog into the top alpha dog. Celebrating his 20th year in the cigar industry, he's making magic at his La Zona factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Experience the magic in his highly rated Espinoza Habano, Crema, or Especial lines. Espinoza Premium Cigars. S for them by name wherever fine cigars are sold. For more information, visit EspinozaCigars.com. A brand more than 100 years in the making. Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. 
Lights, camera, action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old school barbershops in a new cinematic themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout, or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com. That's real, R-E-E-L, ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know you'll be back. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per- the person's taken care of. Insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Point Beach, Florida, in front of a live studio audience. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. If you missed any part of the show, make sure you check out the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Watch the video. The podcast will be up on Monday. Download all of that. Great stuff. And make sure you're getting all the classic KMA content at your availability. And if you missed Wednesday's KMA Live Uncut, make sure you check out that video on the Facebook page. <laughs> I, thought yeah. a, I thought it was a great show. It, I've watched were, it twice were since. Were we more structured for you, Paul? Yeah. I Listen, you, you give me a hard time, but I want to make sure that the quality of the show I'm is there. I'm sincerely asking you, was it up to a better yeah. your standard? Yeah, I think it was, I think it was great. And it does. It doesn't hurt that we've had such great guests like Terrence. No, that, Terrence like, is awesome. Actually. He's such a good guest. Did you feel that my drinking affected the show? No, I, I actually prefer you to drink. There we go. There That's we go. Right. Adam, Adam held back a little bit more this time. Adam, when which he gets helped. drunk, he kind of zones gets out. Quiet. Yeah, he's the zones first out. I'm show, the opposite. The first late night show, Adam was like non-existent. He was ordering drinks while we're on the radio. Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, excuse Literally. me. Okay, okay, okay. okay. You want I was drink? trying to Anybody make sure people in the audience. You want a drink? You want a drink? While in the middle of while I was talking. Was there a pause? No, it wasn't. Was no, it was awkward. Ad, a, a, Abe was like, at one point, Abe was like, so let me ask you, and you were like, uh, just, uh, just give me another uh, Clyde Mace. Uh. <laughs> and you thought, I think you meant to flip your mic up, but at that point, you were like it. three sheets to the wind. Yeah. So yeah. Abe's like talking like regular tone, and you're like, you held the mic closer. <laughs> Could you just get me uh, another Clyde Mace? Uh, I, was no ice. Do, I was trying to do the uh, entire airport thing. Uh, <laughs> hi, welcome, and thank you for boarding today. We are going to have you, if you need the exits are on the left, right, and in the back, and Make sure the exit is not closest to you. Might be behind you. Thank you for Dude, coming. Dude, whatever, whatever it was, I, it's you were in rare form that day. Yeah. Hey. But hey, listen, we got Brian Glenn here today. Yeah, I finally got to meet him for the first time, which was pretty cool for me because I watch the videos all the time, and I've seen the videos of the backyard and now the backyard. What do? You, oh yeah. So what are you doing now instead of doing it in the backyard? So you have an actual studio in the new house? Oh, it's still in the backyard, except the backyard is now a nature preserve. Ah, and my seating, you know, you knew how big the gazebo was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could fit 
20 people there easily. Yeah. Oh, cool. Now it's like 50. Really? Wow. Yeah. All screened in. You plan on doing any live shows in front of, like, audiences? Like, people? I've done that when I have herfs. You're right. Okay. Uh, so it's a great herf place now. Oh, it's a fantastic nice. herf place. I'm going to have to check up there for one of those herfs. Yes. Oh, that sounds like a good time. We'll All make, right. We'll make AJ drive. We could do Absolutely. a live broadcast from there. We could. We, I, I, I like it. Oh, yes. I like her- it. The Cigar Obsession came a co-hosted co-hosted her and yeah. i'll f- and i'll find out if the butter factory is up there or not <laughs> and now, then please do i'd like to know get a t-shirt in fact if we do a live show i'm gonna have stacks of lando lakes i have a real cool table. trick with lando lakes butter that i learned when i was in like fourth grade you know we're on the air this right? could go yeah, really yeah well. i was gonna uh, say okay paul uh, you, you know we're know we running out of time right yeah, so we'll let's get it. Right. so uh we're not we're gonna skip the intro and go right to this week's cigar insane asylum brought to you by Celia <laughs> and asylum cigars all right cops responded to a september 17th call about a woman or two women who allegedly caused a disturbance inside a total wine and more in jensen beach of course florida of course not far from here two women cindy barrientos 24 and mary crombie 25 had been refused service that evening and the store's manager told police Undeterred, the two began trying to reenact a scene from the 80s classic movie Dirty Dancing. What? Store. True story. The report didn't note which particular scene it was, though I would imagine it's the swan scene. It's the lift yeah, up. It's the lift yeah, scene. It's, it's the be. only scene yeah. everybody always wants to do. Right. <laughs> so they both, when they chose to leave the business, they both re-entered the liquor store, and the second time around, Crombie was escorted out without further incident. Barrientos allegedly became irate. Police say they found her sitting inside her vehicle where she became belligerent with deputies and instructed her to hand over the car keys. They noted in the report that she had bloodshot eyes and smelled of booze. Nobody puts Jack Daniels in the car. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody uh, cut that out for later use. That's great. Barry Enzo's was charged with public intoxication, a misdemeanor, and booked to the Martin County Jail, where she was put in the corner of the cell. Took my joke. <laughs> Congratulations, baby. You are this week's inductee into the Cigar Scene Asylum. And uh, thank you, CLE and Asylum Cigars. And if you haven't had enough cigar talk or cool talk today, two more hours Eastern Standard Time, me and Brian are actually going to switch seats, Woo-hoo. and he'll be grilling me uh, on his show, uh, Cigar Obsession, on CO Live on, on uh, Facebook. He uh, posted YouTube. the link. Make sure you check it out. Until next week, we'll be off. Keep it lit. Paul, the producer, the best we could afford. Yeah, little buttercup, sweet little buttercup, my little buttercup. producer you're listening to kma talk radio follow us on facebook and twitter we're on instagram too yes it's mandatory awarded the 2014 nicaraguan cigar of the year with numerous 90 plus ratings the perdomo 20th anniversary cigar celebrates tabacalera perdomo's 20 years as one of nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the perdomo family the 20th anniversary cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich elegant complex flavors visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these nicaraguan puros now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in sun-grown or maduro Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio. Southeast's number one club of the year is Spearmint Rhino. Enjoy $5 lunch specials daily till 3 p.m. with the best view in town. Really hungry? Take a bite of their 16-ounce New York strip special, only $14.95, available daily until 10 p.m. Spearmint Rhino, home of the $10 Tuesdays, all day, all night. Dances are only $10. Rhino is South Florida's adult playground. Mention the door, Honest Abe sent you for free entry. For more information, visit SpearmintRhino.com.